All right, what about now? Yes. Yes. All right, so I want to make sure that you all are aware of how the podcast will look. So in the introductory live of the podcast, um, I compared what a broken crayon was and how that we all could compare to what a broken crayon would look like and how we all had purpose. So how this is going to work is that each series is going to be a color. The series color will be decided on what we are talking about in that series. So this series is going to be the series of black. So each topic will be in the series of black. Black has no meaning. This is just a series black. Um, so we are going to start with that. Um, so that's our structure of how this will look. Um, I want you all to know that with this, we're going to go through all of the colors. Um, like I said, they will have, you know, specific meanings. Um, it's going to be predicated on topics. So if, if the topic means something to you, of course, that's great. If it doesn't, that's great too. Um, if you want to share it, that's fine. Um, if you have comments, of course, please put them in the chat. I would love to hear from you, okay? So we are going to dive right in. So for a visual aid, of course, I have a fresh pack of crayons. Um, the beauty of having a fresh pack of crayons is that all 24 in the pack, each crayon's tip is precise, and you have the pleasure of knowing that every time you get a fresh pack of crayons, that you are the first person that will be able to open the fresh pack of crayons and to color with them. I remember when I was in school, um, the beauty of having a fresh pack of crayons was that um, you know, you colored perfectly with a fresh pack of crayons to me. Um, I don't know what it was. I think it was just a mind thing. But to me, a fresh pack of crayons, um, it just made me color in the lines perfectly. Um, 
especially my favorite color was pink. So I colored perfectly um, with the color pink. Um, full disclaimer, I'm quirky. So as a kid, I relished in the fact of having um, fresh school supplies. So anyway, um, a fresh box of anything or fresh pencils, pack of paper, notebook, anything just made me really excited. Um, so who knew that a small box of crayons would bring me a lot of joy? And I'd like to think that we all could compare to a box of crayons. We vary in colors. Each one of us is different. We have our own quirks, our own hangups, and our own issues, if you will. Um, and at the beginning of this, you know, of course, fresh pack of crayons. Um, fresh pack of crayons. We all vary in color, shade, um, different things of that nature. Um, but the thing about a fresh pack of crayons and the thing about an old pack of crayons or just crayons in general is that you can get Crayola, you can get Rose Art. I don't know if they make Rose Art anymore. You can get the Dollar General brand. I've even been told that Dollar Tree, ha Dollar Tree has their own brand of crayons. But even with that, each crayon means something. Um, I mentioned earlier that this was a fresh pack of crayons. I want to tell you all that that was not completely true. That kind of was a lie. This is actually an old pack of crayons of Riley's. Um, all 24 is not in the pack, unfortunately. It may be like seven or eight in here. They are not fresh. They are actually a little dull. Um, I don't know if Riley's been chewing on them or not. We're not going to get into that, but um, they are not fresh. But I presented to you what I wanted you to see in this fresh pack of crayons or this old pack of crayons, rather. Um, I told you it was fresh. I told you it was new. And you had no reason to think I was lying about this pack of crayons because why would I? It's crayons. Um, unfortunately, I am led to believe that we do that when we describe ourselves to people. When we meet people for the first time, we tend to present to them what we want them to think we are. We say, oh, you know, I'm this, I'm that, you know, I, I have this, you know, I work this place and I have this amount of money. We tend to present to them this perfect persona of who we think we want them or who we think they want to see when they see us. Um, and I'm not sure if society made us think we had to be perfect. I'm not sure if just the people we grew up with or the people we hung around made us feel like we had to do that. But mm, I'm led to believe that we are made to feel like we have to do that when we, make, when we meet people for the first time. We present to them, much like how I presented to you and told you this was a fresh pack of crayons, even though it was a lie. Um, when we meet people for the first time, we present to them this fake image of what we are. Now, the reality of it is we are not perfect. When I came to that reality that I was not perfect, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Mainly because I was made to feel like I had to be. I was made to feel like I, you know, striving for perfection. Though I heard that growing up, I think I misinterpreted what that meant. And to me, I thought that meant I had to put on like I was perfect to be accepted. Um, and that, that wasn't what that was, or what I should have believed that to be. Um, I like to think that we as humans tend to think that when we get in a crowd of people, 
we should kind of minimize ourselves to fit into what we think they think we should be, so to speak. Um, we have a tendency to minimize ourselves um, to make other people feel better. Um, and to a certain extent, that makes us a little anxious um, to make other people feel better. We tend to minimize our gifts. We tend to minimize our likes. We tend to change who we are to make other people feel better. Um, and we tend to take our crayons ourselves, we're crayons, and we break them. We break ourselves. Um, we change to fit into a mold that was never made for us to fit into in the first place. The best thing that ever happened to me in life was therapy. And I know, I know in the black community, that's a bad word, therapy. Oh my God, we don't say that. The best thing that ever happened to me was therapy. And I'm going to tell you how I, how I got there. I'm going to tell you a story. So story time, um, full disclaimer. Anytime I tell a personal testimony, I'm going to say story time. So story time. So I was talking to a friend. And this is how how I got to therapy. I went through something and I was talking to a friend and um, she had mentioned to me that my attitude had changed. Um, and she was like, Tara, I think you I think you need to I think you need to go to counseling. And I was like, counseling? What do you mean counseling? I'm fine. I don't need to go to counseling. And she was like, Tara, you experienced a loss and you just kind of jumped over it like it didn't happen. Whoa, you saw my brokenness? And what she was referring to, she was absolutely correct. And it was at the time, and, and some of you know, and if you don't know, this is another story time, a brief story time. And she was referring to, um, my pregnancy in which um riley of course was a twin and we lost the twin and then with riley's birth it was very traumatic um of course riley was a 32 weeker um she had to be delivered early because i had some health issues i was in the hospital for about a week and a half to two weeks and so it was surrounded by a very traumatic experience and so with the loss of the twin and with Riley being born early and she spent some time in the NICU, it was so much surrounding the pregnancy um, that I didn't really have time to process it all. Um, and she was absolutely right. I kind of jumped over it. And I'm going to tell you exactly what I did. And I did what I was raised to do. Um, you know, God is good. And he was. I'm not taken away from that. I prayed. Um, God is good. I'm alive. My baby is healthy and out of the NICU. I'm fine. She's fine. We're fine. Family is fine. Everything's great. What's wrong? You know, I'm good. When in reality, everything wasn't fine. And in reality, I blamed myself and I kind of questioned God, like, why? And Though I was saying with my lips everything was fine, in reality everything wasn't fine. And my attitude was changing because in that moment 
I was angry and my anger was starting to show in my actions. And so she was right. I did need to go to counseling. And it was one of the best decisions that I did at that time. And so I said all that to say, sometimes we don't know that we're broken and we don't know that our broken is showing because we're trying so hard to hide it. We're trying so hard to present it to other people, much like how I presented this new, that wasn't so new pack of crayons to you in an attempt to hide it, to present ourselves as something that we're not, in an attempt to be something that we're not, to exude an authority of perfection that doesn't exist. I oftentimes wonder who taught us that trait, who taught us that being strong was, you know, you're, you're supposed to be strong. You're, you're supposed to not show weakness. You're supposed to. And I'm not sure if it was ever taught or maybe we just felt like that what we were supposed to do. Or I, I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure if, if that was something that we were taught or if that was just something we took on. I think we got so used to hiding or pretending that pretending that our brokenness didn't exist that it seemed as though the more we tried to hide it, the more people saw it. It's kind of like one of those things where the more we pulled up the cover, the more our feet started to show. I'm kind of glad you're lending me your ear and or your eyes today because it's my purpose to help you help yourself. So first things first, we got to acknowledge some things. We need to acknowledge, one, that we are broken or that we have some brokenness. Maybe we're not currently broken right at this moment. Maybe at this moment, you know, we're not currently broken, but maybe we have some unresolved issues that we ourselves need to address. And I don't know if we have some situations that possibly, you know, have us feeling like we're not adequate enough or not pretty enough or not handsome enough or not wealthy enough or whatever the case may be. But we need to acknowledge it. Whatever it is, we seriously need to acknowledge it. We need to also understand that we cannot change it. We, we, can't, we can't change it. If it's something that happened in the past, we can't change it. We, we cannot go back and erase it. Forgiveness is one of the biggest things that we can ever do for ourselves. In an introductory post um, I did some weeks ago, I talked about the death of my father and how I thought I had forgiven until he passed away. And then I realized, whew, this whole time I thought I forgave him and I didn't. And I realized that forgiveness is one of the biggest things you can do for yourself. It has nothing to do with the other person. It has everything to do with you. And I mean with 
this with all sincerity and with all compassion. You got to let that hurt go, sis. You got to let that hurt go, bro. We have so much to do in life. And I'm not even talking about, like, spiritually we have so much to do, but literally, like, physically we have so much to do. There is so many goals we have to crush. There is so many ideas we have to bring to fruition. And if we do not let that hurt go, none of it. We, we, we can't do anything. Things just fall by the wayside because we cannot let the stuff go that we need to. So we have to do that. Three, we can't change the past. I said that. But if I can steal an excerpt from the great philosopher and one of the greatest prophets of all time, Rafiki from The Lion King, <laughs> the past can hurt. But we can either learn from it or run from it. And then we must understand, did we or are we going through something for the betterment of ourselves or for someone else? I said that in the previous live, too. When I was younger, I said this in the live, too. I was trying to figure out why me, why me, why me, why me? And then as I got older, I started praying about it more. The revelation came to me. Why not you? Why not you? Oftentimes, you know, you know, growing up in church, I'm a Christian, so a lot of my references will be centered around Christianity and the, you know, of course, life of Jesus, birth, death resurrection you know Jesus died for the sins of the world he did not die for himself he didn't need to he died for the sins of the world he suffered for the sins of the world and if we are striving to be like him we too will suffer for someone else and I'm not saying that we are suffering for someone else but perhaps just something to consider. Our suffering serves as a testimony to help someone else. Just something to consider. And once we realize all that, so once we have come to the knowledge of, okay, we're going to acknowledge that, you know, yes, I am broken. Yes, I was broken. Once we, you know, get all that and we, understand that there's nothing we can do to change it and we learn from it and we 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 get all that and you know we start to figure out what we're doing we then must discover our purpose it's the title broken crayon still color yes you were broken are broken still broken but you still have purpose a broken crayon can still color you still have purpose. Nobody can take that from you. No matter how many times you were broken, nobody can take that from you. The only person that can take your purpose from you is the person who gave it to you, the creator. The creator of the purpose is the only person that can destroy it. 
So now that we have identified our brokenness and discussed ways to heal from it, we can now minimize the broken crayons aspect of the movement and put more emphasis on the still color portion. How do we still color? That opens us up for the topic of, of this episode, I should say. So, series Color Black, season one, episode one of the Broken Color Still, or the Broken Crayon Still Color podcast. Title, Show Up, Be You. I've been saying this for quite some time now. Show up, be you. Let's explain what that means. In order for this friendship to work, and I hope you guys are, are okay with me calling you friends. I feel like we, we have a friendship. You guys are on. You're watching. I feel like we're friends. We have a relationship now. Well, we're friends. I'm going to say, all right, friends. I'm going to let you in my world a little bit. Just a little bit, not too much, nothing too crazy. This is a new friendship, so I'm just going to invite you in just a little sneak peek into my world a little bit to explain to you what show up, be you signifies. So there was a point in my life, a small point, where I didn't feel like I was enough. It was around that time in childhood, you know, that weird point in childhood where you're, um, you're kind of going through that, that weird age where you're not necessarily ugly, but you're not the, you're just not like the best looking. Um, so, you know, I wasn't comfortable with my overbite. And I know as soon as I said it, everybody probably went to my mouth. Yes, I have a slight overbite. Um, I had a face full of freckles that is usually covered by makeup, not because I have a problem with my freckles, just because I like makeup. Um, and mom thought it was fashionable to put the um, rope on my glasses um, just so I wouldn't lose them. And even now to this day, I, I don't put on my glasses, but we're not talking about that. But anyway, I didn't feel okay with my looks at that point in time. Um, so I didn't take many pictures. Just, you know, you won't find many pictures of me in, in my youth. You just won't. If you look, you won't find them. I promise. I didn't take many of them. Um, I just wasn't comfortable with that girl. Didn't want a reminder of who that girl was. Just now that I'm out, now that I'm older, I tend to think back. And I'm baffled, really, because I'm like, okay, what was really wrong with that girl? You know, like, okay, everybody went through that stage. And now that I'm older, a little more mature, I'm like, everybody kind of went through that weird look. There was nothing really wrong with that girl. No, the issue, the problem really was is that m most times at that age, and what many people at that age do, is I was comparing myself to a standard of beauty or what I thought beauty should look like. And, probably what I perceived beauty to look like based on what somebody else said beauty looked like. I was comparing myself to that and I didn't feel like I fit it. So I deemed myself ugly and went on about my business. Most people do it. It's funny though, now that I'm at the age I'm at, because that lasted for quite some time. Once 
I recognized that there was strength in what I saw in myself. Honey, game changer. I think that's when the Show Up BU movement started in me. Yes, I'm going to take all the pictures now. I'm going to take all the selfies. I'm going to make all the weird faces when I take the selfies now. I may or may not use a filter. I don't know. I might. It took me some time to get to that place. And that's how I, for me, show up and be myself. So let me help y'all. And this is for girls and gals. Dudes and dudettes. If you are struggling with showing up and being yourself, don't quite know what that means. You know. I'm going to repeat something I saw. I can't take it as my own. I'm not that person. People have been getting in trouble lately for doing that. So I will credit um, social media for me seeing this post. Um, I saw a post recently that said confidence is an energy. So I'm going to repeat that. Confidence is an energy. When you show up and be yourself, that is exuding what's in you outward. Confidence is an energy. Appreciate what you bring to the table, your weirdness, your quirks, whatever it is that makes you you. If you're an art lover, if you're an animal lover, if you're a music lover, stop apologizing for the things that make you you. It's what makes you you. The people that love you will love you for it. The people that don't, that don't. And who cares? Right? When I really started understanding who I was as a person, I then started choosing who and what I allowed in my circle. I can count on my hands, this is the fact, who I decide to be my 100% authentic self around. Everyone does not get 100% authentic Tara. And that's okay. And some of you may say, oh my God, that's so sad. No, 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 no. Everyone should not have that much access to you. Everyone doesn't get 100% authentic Tara. Everybody cannot handle 100% authentic Tara. Some people get 50, some people get 25, some people get five. The same goes for you. Read the room, check the vibe. Why should I give you 100% authentic Tara if you're only giving me 5% authentic you? Check the people you hang around with. Think about your circle. Think about your friends. Showing up and being yourself is more than just being your whole self to everybody around you. Right? Think about the people around you. Who can you be your 100% authentic self around? Who can you tell your innermost thoughts and feelings to? Do you have those people around you that you can just say, you know what? I don't like this, or I love this, or I hate this. Everyone needs those group of people around them. For so long, 
and I, I can't even imagine how, how long. We have been made to feel like, I should say. You know, I can't help it. I'm just real. I'm just real. I'm just real. And I'm not saying that people who, who say that outwardly, I'm just real about anybody. I'm just real around, around everybody, you know, da, 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 da. I'm not saying that those people are wrong for saying that. But you should be very careful around the people you're around the people that you show that side of you to. Some people can use that against you. So we just entered a new year. I know a lot of you may have started off the year with goals. And you do your new year resolutions and you got on your diets and you created your vision board for the year. But I want to challenge you to do something. I want you to let this be the first year, if you haven't already. I want to challenge you to let this be the first year that you start showing up and being yourself. Start showing up and being you. Stop making excuses for why you can't. Your family's fine. Work is fine. Church is fine. Everybody's fine. Those are excuses. And you are using them because you are afraid and because it's new territory and it sounds selfish. Saying I'm showing up and being me. That sounds selfish and you don't want to do it. It's an excuse. Stop it. The fact of the matter is you're not showing up and being you. And you're saying you can't because you have all these people depending on you. And honestly, it's starting to tell. You're exhausted. And you're not giving what you need to give 100% because you're not showing up being yourself. So stop. Take a day. A weekend. A week. A month. Okay, a month. All right. Fine. Take some time for yourself. And watch how it changes how you feel about certain things, how you interact with your kids, how you interact with your family. Just a little bit of time for yourself. A lot of people are not confident in who they are as a person. Because they have made themselves feel like they are supposed to fit into a mold of, of who others thought they should be to fit into somebody else's agenda. And therefore, showing up and being themselves is so far from their minds that they don't even consider it. You are not anyone's assignment, so you don't belong in anyone's agenda. So if, if that's your excuse for not showing up and being yourself, stop that too. This is your year to be selfish. You've taken care of everyone else long enough. And I'm not saying, oh, this is my year to take care of me, so forget everybody else. That's not what I'm saying. Please understand the context. When I say you've taken care of everyone else long enough. But you need to take time for yourself. Life is short. 
and you have neglected you. You have neglected your dreams. You have neglected the things you love. It's time to get back to you. So we have identified our brokenness. We've talked about ways to overcome it. We proclaim that we are going to steal color and walk in purpose. And we open the door for us to show up and be ourselves. It kind of sounds like we have our work cut out for us, friends. I believe this journey is worthwhile, and I'm excited about the path that it's going to take us on. You know, I can't say that this is going to be an easy road for a lot of us. Um, Understanding purpose is not an easy road, Um, especially if we're not comfortable with the purpose. Um, Well, let me back up. Some of us have gone through things in our past. Some people have been broken in a way that I couldn't even imagine. Um, And of course, if therapy helps you, please do it. If if prayer helps you, please do it. Um, whatever helps you get the help you need, please do it. Um, and make peace with it. Um, identifying brokenness is not an easy feat. So if if this journey um, causes you to, you know, of course unmask some things and and some some things when it's unmasked can can traumatize us of course please do what you need to do and get the help that you that that you know please therapy is there if you need a connection please don't hesitate you know send me a message in my inbox and I can help you connect you um to a therapist, but understanding brokenness is not an easy feat. So if you are realizing that you have some things that you need to get over, by all means, please um, do that in a healthy way. Um, Sometimes when we amass some things in our past, it can cause us to remember some things. Allow yourself to go through that. In order for us to get over some things, we have to remember it. Write it down. Um, Allow ourselves to go through the process. I think so many times we want to jump over it and hurry up and get through it and hurry up and speed past the grief and hurry up and speed past so we can say, yeah, we're good, we're good, we're good. No, I'm good, I'm good. No, allow yourself to process those emotions. Um, So like I said, this journey is going to be worthwhile. so brokenness is not easy. Understanding our purpose is not easy. Um, some people's purpose is glamorized while others, some of us run from it because we don't really like it. Um, because it's not so glamorized. And that's okay too. Showing up and being ourselves is not an easy feat for a lot of us. Some people are not happy with who they are as a person or they're not happy with where they are. And that's okay too. It takes time. Um, so like I said, this journey is not going to be an easy one for a lot of us, but I promise you it's going to be worthwhile. I'm excited about the path that 
we're taking together. Um, and it's my job to help us on the way. So I thank you again for joining me. And I can't wait to see you all again in the next two weeks. Um, same time, same place. And remember, show up and be you. Stay sweet and bye for now.